Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Episode 405 after the whistle presented by Seneca Buffalo Creek Casino. Nothing else comes close. It is just, we are, dude, we're like Noah's, we're like Noah's Ark out here in San Diego and California. It's like downpour for days. I got to start building an ark. So isn't this your rain, rain time, like January, January, February, there's a lot of rain that comes. Well, last year it started before that we really didn't have it. It would sprinkle here and there, but. Last year, all of a sudden, everything kind of changed and the seasons changed. And now we have this rainy season. And literally, I, I got to start building an ark. I, you guys collect the animals. I'll start building because it's, it's downpouring here, man. You cannot say there's droughts anymore in California with the way that it's rained. Well, that's what, I was thinking, that's what I was thinking the other day when I'm watching some guy get uh, rescued out of the, the, the river because he's trying to save his dogs floating away. It's crazy. Like I can barely hear you guys because the rain is hitting off my window. It's nuts. This is not San Diego, wow. bro. Anyway, um, I we got it, and I know we got probably a lot of things to talk about. But you know, I t- I said last week I wasn't going to watch any of the All Star game. Well, I lied. I, I watched a little bit of it this weekend. I don't know how you guys feel about it, but I actually was entertained. I was entertained. I was entertained on Friday. Wow. During, the skill, during during the skills competition, I really I and I I didn't think I'd be saying this this week, but um, the 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 competitions they had were great. The new new way of having only a certain players get involved that we want to see do the skills were great. 
Uh, I thought it was really well produced and it kept moving, kept flowing. They kept it going, which is great. My only problem is Nikita Kucherov screwed up the whole thing. Oh, oh JR. This, this lazy, lazy, I don't give a shit attitude by Nikita Kucherov was embarrassing. It was, it was disrespectful to the league. It was disrespectful to the fans. It was disrespectful to the get to the all-star celebration. And it really pissed me off to tell you the truth. And I'm a Nikita Kucherov fan. All right. But what he did, and it's not even just on Friday. It's not even just on Friday with the lackluster. I don't want to be here attitude and which he got booed to death by the Toronto Maple Leaf fans, which he deserved. But it was all through the weekend because I saw videos and fun videos that the NHL put out, like who is the who's the best dressed in in, in on the All Star team, right? And you know what? Everybody was saying Pasternak. It was um, it was uh, Pasternak. It was Matthews. It was whoever. And then they asked Nikita Kucherov, and he almost looked like mad at the questions. Like I don't know. I didn't even look at the guys. That was his answer. Like, how dare you bother me with a stupid question? Like, who is the most best dressed? We're supposed to be having fun here. Everybody had fun with everything involved in this, this weekend, except Nikita Kucherov. And I don't know why. Well, JR, that was our number one topic that we wanted to start with. We wanted to talk about the all-star break and I'm not, I've never really been a fan of the all-star break and I know PD hasn't either. Um, I did not watch the all-star break or the all-star game, but there was an overwhelming, an overwhelming amount of people on Twitter. And I, I know their Twitter is, uh, or, or, or X, um, that giving their opinions and in, in, in previous years, They've always not been happy with the outcome of watching the game, the skills competition. This year was different, JR. Mm -hmm. Fans really enjoyed it. They gave their opinion. They thought it was exciting. They liked how it was presented, um, which I think is a really good thing. Okay. Yes. It's a great and thing. to have you sit here today and say that you enjoyed it, that that's that means a lot. That means a lot to me. And the one question that I wanted to ask you, Jr., was what do you do if you're Gary Bettman? What do you do with Nikita Kucherov? Now, you you basically said to me that it lasted throughout the weekend. My thought is, why didn't they take him and send him home? Almost embarrass him. Say, Leaf, you're done. We yeah. are get we are and and now all of a sudden he's got to go and answer those questions for you know weeks. It's a after. great. It's a great great question. Because what are they going to do? Fine him? Give you know like the guy makes nine and a half million dollars. He has so much money he doesn't know what to do with. He doesn't give a shit about a fine. He doesn't care about hey you're never invited back to an all star game. They should have sent him home to embarrass him. Yes. And that I don't would know have hurt. That he would get embarrassed. I don't know that he cares. Yes, he would have because he would have been uh, answering the same question for and, weeks. And listen, my comment, I want to make, make it clear that my comment is not an indictment on his character. I don't know this guy. I don't know what's going on in his personal life. Maybe something happened back home. Maybe, who knows? Maybe he just was told to get there anyway. I don't know. We don't know. But it was it was embarrassing. But what, what are you, you going to do? That's, a, that's almost what he wants, Craig. 
the punishment would be to keep them and make them play through it. Well, let me ask yeah, you it, this but, question. Yeah, but, but, but it was, it was, it was like, it's one thing to, it's one thing to be um, lackadaisical and not care, but he went to another level of where he barely skated. He just threw pucks at wherever could he was just talking about young blood. Let me, here? let like, me just he... get, let me just get rid of this, this drill that I have to do as slow or fast as possible. And let me show everybody how disinterested that I am in what I'm doing right now and how I'm, how I'm, I'm concentrating on keeping my, my scoring lead in the national hockey league or whatever the case may be. But, but I, like, I would, I would have had no problem if the national hockey league said, you know what, Nikita, you don't really want to be here. So you can go, you can go home. Cause there's a lot of guys that do, and you're ruining it not only for the players, you're ruining it for the fans. You're ruining it for the people at home that are watching this. This is not acceptable. A hundred percent. Now I get but the it's players. A slap, don't... It's a slap. In, it's a slap in the face of the national hockey league, meaning they work their ass off to put on a very, very good weekend. There are a lot of people that put their blood, sweat, and tears into put into producing that, into choreographing that, into doing everything that they need to do to make sure that everybody at the arena and on television are entertained. And they did it. They succeeded. And you know what Nikita Kucherov? He he just he he just spit on all of their hard work. Are you Thank okay you with much. what Sidney Crosby did? About going to Montana and and well, showing up. Yeah. So listen, he's what's Sydney 38, 37, 38, you know, he's, he's, he's done him. He's been there. The fact that he went was great. Uh, I have no problem with him. And, you know, he, he, he played hard. He tried to, he, you know, it wasn't like he pulled a Nikita Kucherov. Connor McDavid put on a, on a performance on Friday. That was unbelievable. I mean, did you, the way he skated in that fastest skater, the way he did that obstacle course, the way he he shot four for four. I mean, this guy gave everything. Yes. In that yeah. thing. And he electrified those those fans. And those fans paid a lot of money to go to that thing. They paid a lot of money to get into, into Toronto Maple Leafs, into uh, you know, Air Canada Center. You know, what about and Austin he, Matthews? I thought, uh, you know, obviously Austin, he, he yeah. stepped up his game too. He right? stepped his game. He absolutely did. You know, everybody worked hard. And you don't see that in all-star games. You don't see people working hard and, and giving their best. And I thought I saw it more than I've ever seen it since, you know, in the 90s. And, you know, good for them and good for the league. The Four Nations Cup, when did they um, announce this? What day? I think, I think on Wednesday. Okay, Tuesday. so the Wednesday. Do you Wednesday. think Nikita Kucherov and the Four Nations Cup are the United States, Canada, Sweden, and Finland? Um, do you think that Nikita Kucherov right now is so angry that Russia is not a part of the four nations or the Olympics that he is boycotting through his actions? Like, do you think that that had something to do with it once they announced the four nations cup and Russia's not a part of it, that he was just like, screw the league. It's a possible. very interesting point, but what about all yeah. the other countries? It's possible. There are um, other countries. There's there's only I mean, how many how many countries are listen, represented? I, I, who are the who are the most powerful hockey countries in the world? I get it. You Russia, got Canada. Sure. You have sure. the United States, and you have Russia, and those are always, always, always been the most powerful in the Olympics, 
in the world championships in in the world cups like what whatever you're playing russia has always been very dominant for 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 generations and i think nikita kucherov maybe once he heard that that the that the nhl came down with the four nations cup and the us or the russia is not a part of that i think he was just beside himself i think he was so angry Very that he's just like point. never even considered yeah, that it is but you know what there's different ways there's different ways of then to do it like that you know yeah say, say something in the, say something in the media rip rip them rip them verbally you know well say he something. said the four nations cup doesn't really mean anything because it's not the top four nations in the world because Russia's not going to be there. He did say okay. that. Okay. Well, that's a pretty good good slam. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga, Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Looking for a night out? Maybe go watch a game at a bar? Maybe even have a nice fancy dinner? Who knows? I might even get crazy and play some bets while I'm at it. And there's only one place to do all that. Only at Seneca Buffalo Creek Casino. You can hit up Stick Sports Bar and Grill, grab an unbelievable steak at the Western Door, gamble at the casino, or even place some bets at the sportsbook. All in one location at Seneca Buffalo Creek Casino. Nothing else comes close. You know who's feeling pretty good this morning? Vegas Golden Knights. There you go. You nailed it. Yeah. Vegas Golden Knights. I picked it. I said, there's no way Edmonton gets to 17. Really? No, no. It started off hot too. Connor McDavid buries them, goes one, nothing shorthanded. You know, they, they finished uh, a week ago, Sunday, right? Saturday, Sunday, they had nine days off, eight, nine days off, nine days off. And they're, they're on a roll, right? And then they have one of the hardest games to come back to play in Vegas against one of the best teams in the league in a very hard building to play in, in Las Vegas, where, you know, everybody's kind of distracted. Everything when everything was against them last night. And I said, I said on my podcast, I said on two other podcasts, you know, unfortunately that's the 16 is done. And, you know, it's it was JR, a good game though. They I well. would tell you this. I was thinking to myself, if they could get by Vegas, they could make an epic run. Their next games are Anaheim, who's not good. Mm-hmm. You have LA Kings, who have fired their coach, and they've stunk the last you know month and a half. Detroit Red Wings are a yo-yo, an average team. Same with St. Louis. Dallas would be a tough game. Then you have Arizona, Boston. Minnesota hasn't been good. Calgary hasn't been good. LA again, and St. Louis. They they could have run like run a big table. Big table. I mean, yeah, this is going to be a first round matchup. Vegas Edmonton is going to be a first round matchup based on the format right now within the, wow. in the playoffs. That would be sick. I mean, who would you who who would you who would you favor in in that series? I mean, that would that I think that is a total coin flip in my opinion. Total coin flip. I mean, look at Vancouver goes goes into. What they beat Carolina last night, three two for coming off the road 
you know, going on the road all the way to Carolina after the all-star game and, and squeak out a win like that in Carolina. Yeah, that's, that's, huge. A, that's impressive. That's a huge that's a, win. That's impressive. Yeah. I mean, that you know what that does for your confidence to start a road trip coming out of there? That's huge. I mean, that's, I'll tell you what, another team, I said the team to watch the second half, or I shouldn't say the second half, the last third are the New York Islanders. The New York Islanders are going to make a push and are going to be a, just a gnarly team to play against with Patrick Watt at the helm. And and they went and they beat Toronto three two, um, you know, start starting what you know the, the the second the third third quarter here. It's pretty pretty crazy. Yeah, you got West, Vancouver think- and Edmonton, two hottest teams in the in the National Hockey League. Vancouver is eight zero and two, so they haven't lost a game. And and uh, I think they're they're actually ten zero and two in the last twelve games. And Edmonton has been completely on fire. They're nine and one. This is, I mean, the playoffs this year with what what could be forming on who's going to be playing who is just like, wow, these are powerhouse teams. Well, I yeah. was just going to say, I think the top six teams in the West are are way better than the top six teams in the East. But Which is, which is a different a flip from what's been historically. Usually it's the teams in the East have been stronger. I mean, I believe with the exception well, we had of Colorado, Tampa Bay for and, a little and, bit there, we had, you know, Pittsburgh was in there. There were other teams, but Toronto Maple Leafs have, have always yeah. been a top five team. If you go back and look at the last six or seven years, Toronto has always been in the top five or six. Yeah. But did we ever take them seriously though, as, as contenders? Well, I mean, in an 82 game schedule, yeah, you got to take them serious because of the firepower that they had in the team. But I'm talking um, about powerhouses. But it's, but it's amazing, but it's amazing. It's amazing how every person that I talk to, whether it's on a podcast or whether I'm having a conversation with them, not one person that I talk to thinks that Toronto is going to make the playoffs. Not one. Not one. Now, whether that is just historical disappointment or it's they see something different or they, they see their defense being awful, their goaltending being awful. Um, Could you see a coaching change in Toronto, you think? Listen, I don't know how some of these teams don't do coaching changes. Like, look what, look at the coaches' changes that have happened this year. Okay, you 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 have Craig Berube, who literally was at five hundred. He got gassed. He got gassed. Yep. You have you have uh, the New York Islanders guy who was almost five hundred. He got gassed. Gone. You have um, Edmonton, right? Who was almost at five hundred. He got gassed. Minnesota. And, did they fire their coach? Minnesota fired Minnesota, and they yeah, love the players loved, the players loved him that guy. Yeah. And they were, they were, you know, they were too far out, away from 500. So all these teams that are getting rid of their coach when their seasons aren't really, they're not. How, about, yet. how about LA Kings fired their coach? They're 23, 15 and 10 Islanders They're 0.583 above. Like they're well above 500. Like yeah, the, I, unfortunately, unfortunately this was a, that firing that LA Kings brass did not want to fire that coach. They, all of them loved Todd McClellan. That specifically was a wake up call to a team that was playing like a bunch of dogs that were playing lazy, that were playing selfish, that were not getting the message. And they, they, that was a wake up call to the players saying, Hey, you guys just cost a good man a job. You just guys, you're you players, and I loved what what Drew Doughty said. 
Drew Doughty said, hey, we have some players in this locker room who are selfish. They're playing for their cookies and their cookies only. And there are a few players on that team, specifically one, that said, oh, my gosh, Drew Doughty is talking about me. And um, we'll, we'll see if they get the message. But it's they were 23, 15, and 10. 23, but they, 15, but they were on a, they were a, but they were on a 12, like a 12 game skid, weren't they? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, they were losing a lot. They had a lot. Could you imagine? Yeah. A bunch of losses, a mixed in win here, a bunch of losses. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was, it was a bad stretch. Craig, Craig mentioned how bad they were before the Sabres went out west. Yeah, that was a, that was a save the season because you see where LA is right now. They're, they're a bubble team, right? They're right on the bubble. And they're also they're in they're in arguably what I, I last year I thought uh, Pacific was the weakest division or maybe that was two years ago but they're arguably in the strongest division right now. Yes. So that yes. doesn't that doesn't bode well for them either. I mean, it's not the strongest, but there's definitely the teams that are in there are very difficult to play against. <laughs> well, in the Central Division, you know how tight that is in the Central Division of the race. There, you have Winnipeg. I mean. It's just nice to see some Canadian teams having some success too. By the way, I would, wouldn't mind it, adding that. It'd be nice to see a, t- a Canadian team in the final this year. Well, well, if it is, it's coming out of the West. It's not coming out of the East. So, I think it's going to be an insane, insane run to the playoffs because yeah, you have teams like, you know, the New Jersey Devils, the Pittsburgh Penguins, the Islanders. They're sitting outside of a wild card spot. The question is, can can Detroit hold on to their position with 58 points? Toronto Maple Leafs, 58 points. Philadelphia Flyers sitting in a, a division spot at 58 points. Like, there could be a lot of movement. There'd be a lot of movement. This, especially, in that, especially, really especially, in that run. especially in that Metro division. That's going to be a crazy division. There's no question. Well, you um, know what's coming. You know Steve Eiserman's making a deal. You know he's yep. not going to be sitting pat going into a, a he, I mean because they could finish they could finish third in their division. Yep. And you know, you know, the Boston Bruins are going to make a deal because Boston Bruins always, 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 always at the trade deadline go out and get what they need. Always. So they're going to get strong. They're going to get a little bit better. Um you know, the did, Rangers did, did, are the rumor is Philadelphia is looking at Claude Giroux again. Did you hear that? That doesn't surprise me. With what would you have to give up to get Giroux, Jr. What do you What do you think there? I think what, I think I I think you can give up a prospect and maybe a draft pick. I, I don't think it'll take much to get Giroux back. I really don't. Um, it might be a higher draft pick, a second round pick. I don't. I don't see Giroux being a first round pick guy right now. He's he's older. See what Monahan went for, but That's, but Monahan's still a pretty young guy, is he not? I don't even is he thirty years old yet? Uh, Monahan, twenty nine years old. Okay, what I'm saying, Petey, it's like he's been in the league for like it feels yeah, like but, three decades, but yeah, he's but not an old guy. But yeah, but you don't, but you don't know what you're gonna get with Monahan. Like he's a good player, right? He's a very good player. He had a string, and all of a sudden something happened where he kind of fell off the map. I don't know if he got injured, whether he had there was injuries. Personal, yes, okay, he had injuries, and all of a sudden everything and and Calgary gave up on him. They literally gave up on him. So he goes to he goes to Montreal and he starts having a little bit of resurgence. He's a great power play guy, right? So yeah. in, in Winnipeg, he's going to be very important for the power play. So I thought that was a good pickup, but he he could either go, he can re- continue to go up, or does all of a sudden does 
does he get hurt again and it goes down? So I think he is, is what I can I say damaged goods, but still has. Well, he has, has been healthy upside. this year. He's played forty nine games, Jr., which is basically all of the games for the Montreal Canadiens this year, yeah, um, which is good. Which is good. You know, yeah. it's it's uh, he's going to be a real strong third line center a veteran third line center. I think it's a really good pickup for Winnipeg once. I think it's a great pickup. I think it's a great pickup because I like, I like Monahan. I've always has, and you know, you got to be sympathetic to what it's like in in the long season to injuries, but um, kids got talent. Kids smart. You can't take that away from them. So Jets, Jets lost first game. They lost last night. They got shut out. They got shut out. uh, The Canadians won. So, you know how no, that but works. again, but but again, like Vancouver goes out and gets Elias Lindholm. What a great pickup that is, right? You're, you're building, you're building down the middle. He gets two goals last night in his first game with Vancouver. Goes out, bang. See you later. Here's two power play goals. Thanks for bringing me over. That, that tells me that Vancouver has has, you know, visions of grandeur, right? Are they your uh, Are they your favorite right now? Would you? No, put, Col- would no you Colorado. Put- Col- Colorado is my favorite right now. If if I had to choose right now. Hmm. If I had to choose right now with that firepower, with watching Ranton and go with McCarr going, with the way McKinnon's going, um, what are, do you not think that the Vancouver that Canucks be- can match that? JT Miller, Elias Pettersson, Brock Besser, Elias Lindholm. They might have him in net too. I think Demko is Demko is probably the lead lead for the. Norris, I mean, for the uh, the Vesna right now, right? When we think, you know, him, Hellebuck, him, Hellebuck. And then it's like you look at Kale McCarr, you're like, oh, most teams can't even come close to um, equaling uh, Kale McCarr, but Vancouver can with Quinn Hughes. Yep. Could you imagine seeing that, that, watching that, that matchup too? (laughs) Insane. 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 Listen, I, I think Rick Tockett has done a really good job of letting this team be themselves and play because they have offensive juggernauts on that team and talks, letting them go, but he's making sure that they get their asses back and protect the house. He's saying, listen, when we have the puck, you guys do whatever you want. You guys go. But when you don't have the puck, you get your asses back and you do things the proper way and you bust your ass. But you know, it's amazing when you look at Vancouver, you're talking about like, like what is the, the, the old saying, what wins championships? Defense, defense wins champs. Well, you look at Vancouver Canucks, they're the number one team with goals against in the National Hockey League at 129. And, and goals for, aren't they? They're sitting number two at goals for. So this is like an absolute off the chart lethal combination who, 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 when you're who would be one. Who would be one? Uh Colorado. Colorado is number one with a hundred. Now they've played one more game than Vancouver, but they have uh, five more goals scored. It's pretty crazy. Yep. The difference is Colorado goals against, they are 160 goals against. Uh, They sit probably around 15th in the league where Vancouver sits at number one best goals against in the league. So Amazing. Amazing. Um, What's the, what's the, the goal spread between two and three? Of of goals against you mean? No goals for. Like who's who are the who are the offensive juggernauts? 
Would it be uh, Vegas? Would it be number one? Boston? Number one is is uh, Colorado for goals for number one is Colorado. Colorado, then Vancouver. Then there's Vancouver. Then there's Dallas. Okay, Dallas. What's the, what's the, what's the difference between Vancouver and Dallas? How many how many goals? Four. Wow, that's amazing. Yeah. Then there's Dallas. the Red Wings sit at number four See, with 176. Wow, Dallas doesn't. Dallas hasn't been a team that that for the last few years that fill up the net, and they're filling it up this year. It's amazing. It's, it's wild. Detroit. Wow, yep. Detroit. And then you have the usuals. It it rounds out with number five is Tampa Bay. Then you have Boston is six. Toronto is seven. Vegas Golden Knights is eight, and New Jersey's nine. I mean, these are all teams that are not surprising to be yeah. up in the top goals for. Well, you know who I'm surprised aren't there? The New York Rangers. I'm surprised yeah, the New York Rangers. They've, aren't, had, they've aren't. had a bit of a skid though. They're they're struggling through some some things right now, um, where they're not playing their best hockey. Hmm. Well, and they and the Ranger the Rangers are uh, sit at number eleven. Sabres came up short with a great effort last night against Dallas. You know who doesn't come up short? Salino Law. If you've been hurt in a car crash, call the lawyers at Salino Law. Call the Yates, 888-888-8888. Like, I, I don't want to lead the witness here, JR. And I know the Sabres have sucked to high hell um, for a very, very, very long time. Um, but do you do you not think that if you're a GM and you want to think of 10 years down the line, whether it's a, you know, a couple years, three years in, six years in, 10 years in, do you not think that this, the Buffalo Sabres are in a good position? They could be in a good position. hundred percent. They could be. Um, but I, me looking from the outside, they haven't given me any reason to be optimistic because of a, who they brought in and two, that they've allowed this coach to to stay around through absolute mediocrity and whether that's going to change or not. Um, is that from the coach though? Is that for, from the roster? I always, I always go back and forth on this. Is this the coach or is this the lack of depth, listen, the, the, the lack so, of veteran leadership in, in an extremely young, it's, 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 yeah, it, it's, it's all of the above. There's no question. Everything there, all of it, goes into it but you know what you know what what disappointed me and and i you know that you know the granados the granados are an amazing hockey family every all of them they're all smart but when buffalo lost to anaheim uh, a couple weeks ago you know the granados answer to that was hey every team's a good team in this league every team has right. a chance to win right yeah, there's no standard at all Okay, that to me is it's it's a cop out. It's an excuse. It's a way to let his players off the hook. I would have been now. Granted, the players responded the next day, having one of the better games that they've had all year against LA. Yeah. But luckily, they did that because I don't know whether Granada wants to be friends with the players or he wants the players to like him or whatever the case may be. I just don't see the discipline. When when you lose to Anaheim, when you sh that's a team you should win, and you give your players a, uh, an excuse or a cop out. Hey, every team's good. Every team has a chance to win. You know, no, no, that's not that's not how you 
especially when you've had a season like Buffalo has, you don't allow that to continue. And that, that bothered me a little bit. Yeah. So at the end of this, I'm not, I'm not, do, I'm not, do you I'm have not a team about this? I, I lost my shit the other day, Jr. And, uh, I'm done. Um, a nice, uh, you know, you know, uh, what do we call it? We'll call it a moral victory in last night's Sabres game with a, a great effort in a two, one loss to Dallas. Uh, and a power play goal, which is great for the team morale going forward, because maybe now we can get the power play going. But you know, mm-hmm. I'm so I'm just uh, uh, okay. Someone's dog's barking needs to take a shit. <laughs> hey, Buffalo had 48 shots last night. You can't yeah, tell me they great did, effort. They, it was, it was great they effort. played well. It's, they were buzzing. It, I, you, yep. you can't you it's, can't fault them for a you know the plan to plan to plan the third best offensive team in the league, and they called them the two goals. They had 48 yeah. shots. They lost to a good goaltending performance. Ottinger was so. absolutely sick. He made saves that, you know, like, come on, man. Really? Yeah. Really? You're going to be this yeah. sharp after the friggin' all-star break? <laughs> oh, it's a bone there, buddy. Hey, hey listen, no. last I have no problem with last night's loss with Buffalo. No problem. Because you get, like we said, right. you're going to, you're going to, you see the effort. Yes. You, it, it, effort. It's, it's apparent. You see it. And if you give effort, you can't. You can't get mad at the at the result. You can't. That's yep. why I'm not saying anything today. I just uh, I said it all on Monday. So well, we'll see what happens. It's going to be a fun last thirty games, boys, and it's going to be it's going to be a fun Wednesdays moving forward. So, I have yeah. decided, Jeremy, to take and remove any emotion that I might have toward this team, and just just put it aside from here on out. I'm just it's it's everything's good. Everything's fine in in Buffalo here, so nice and cold. Nice no, and cold. it's actually it's actually gorgeous. Is it really? It's actually gorgeous. Blue oh. sky, well, where I am anyway. But anyway, great having. Would you rather be Jr. San Diego or Buffalo? I'm wearing I'd a rather, t-shirt. I'd, You're wearing would, a rain jacket. Suck I would it. rather. Oh, it is pouring out. I'd rather be in Buffalo right now. <laughs> That's it for After the Whistle with JR today. Then by Seneca Buffalo Creek Casino. Nothing else comes close. See you tomorrow.